0: We have to go. We need to pack up and go now. Oh. This
1: is the After Disaster broadcast, created by J.J. Ranvier.
0: Hello, fellow survivors. I... I feel like I owe you a... an explanation, if not an update. Because you heard correctly before. I I ran into Martin. I I almost want to say THE Martin, but I I feel like that's not fair to the other better Martins, like Martin Scorsese or... even Martin Scarelli. But, yep. I was going back up to my room, chatting with you all and totally not obsessing over anyone or trying to talk to them on the radio or anything like that. I would never, ever be distracted like that, but uh, anyway, I, I spotted Martin stalking around town with a can of spray paint in one hand and a canister of gasoline in the other. I was so angry, I was, I was almost dumb enough to run out of the hotel after him the moment I saw him. But, 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 I, I took a moment to realize he would be easy to find in the 7th Street town and went to tell Elliot where I was going. And if I wasn't back in 20 minutes to come find me or what was left of me, it's like the post-apocalyptic version of, if I don't text you that I made it home safe, get worried, right? I, I mean, I could have also, maybe should have brought the whole crew, but I, I had... I had a half-baked ice cream of an idea that I was chasing after. Oh, God. I'm giving him so much airtime. This is exactly what he'd want, but I... T- uh, I feel like I should explain what happened, at least. I... I almost... On almost felt bad for the guy. He saw me, and... I done the same thing, where I've also forgotten what I was doing and had my brain dribble out of my ears the second I saw a woman. But this was next-level embarrassing. Like, went from slack to angry in the time it takes to say, well, Joe? I had quite a few snarky retorts that I was working on on my way over to him. Stuff like, oh yeah, well, rejection sucks, but dude, if I blew up a highway every time a woman rejected me... All of the Dan Ryan, the Kennedy, and the Eisenhower Express would all be gone. But <laughs> and I had some other ones. But anyway, instead, oh god, instead, he totally threw me off guard by being like, "Did you get my message?" What was even worse was he said it in the same same tone as well. Your coworker who wanted to know if you got his last five emails, but like that tone while still holding a canister of gasoline Ugh. doesn't take more than a cute dog picture to make me lose my train of thought so that statement took the train to canada but if i learned anything from well any action film that comes after james bond the trick is to keep them talking until you figure out a plan but there's a reason I usually let G do all the planning stuff because I love to live in the ever terrifying moment rather than think of all the future terrifying moments stretching out before me. So I was trying, but I only managed a yes and paused way too long when trying to think of some clever follow-up and he was really looking for any excuse to keep talking, of course. He started... No. <sighs> telling me how good it felt killing all those horses, and how he thought of me as he did it, I managed to, how thoughtful of you, and I started to tune him out as he started monologuing about how the moors two men had been so pleased with his initiation task and blah blah blah, and I couldn't believe it, I couldn't believe that I was getting him to monologue, but then I realized... By his tone, the way he was eagerly looking for my reactions, how he kept pushing for more... He was just telling me this to get a rise out of me. All of this was just to get a reaction. And he, he was hurt by my rejection, I absolutely believe that. I was just an excuse for him to join the men and, and be the troll that he'd always... Or probably already was. Just. Oh, my God. I i realized all this and then snapped back when he said that the other men didn't care that much about me and the others, but they didn't like us following them either. I tried to correct him that we didn't mean to, but of course he interrupted me, had to tell me, had to tell me that they'd left him here to deal with us. And that one did get under my skin. Realizing that he had tried to lure us here, tried to get us... Off of our path. But, but, oh man, do I feel clever for still coming up with a plan despite that distressing news. Because if he wanted a rise of me, he was gonna get one, but he had to earn it. Using the one acting class I took in college, I started getting upset and walking away. He took the bait like a male anglerfish. And started following me, making more and more comments to supposedly get under my skin. He followed my troll bait right back to the magic stump. I said something along the lines of, Oh, I don't know. Stop it. I hate you. And I hate those men and your stupid saying the most. Ah, and, quapla, he fell for it. <laughs> Good thing, too, because I was starting to count down the minutes until Elliot would hopefully bring the cavalry he started laughing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Fellow survivors. Oh, it was an ugly, farghing laugh. Like, like, Goofy getting choked out. Ooh. Sorry. It, it's, it's been haunting me. <laughs> anyway, as soon, as soon as he started spray painting the phrase on the stump, I started yelling. Yelling that someone was defacing the magic stump. I don't think that's the right name, but it doesn't matter. Nothing gets woo-woo mediums out of bed like concern over their magic dead tree. When Martin realized what I had done, he turned to try, I don't know, spray paint my face, punch me, whatever. But he was so angry, he couldn't figure out what to do before I took off running. By the time he was able to chase me, he was running right into a crowd of middle-aged women in silk robes trying to ask him what sort of demons possessed him to do that. 'Cause, Cause that's my favorite way to deal with people like him. Not just ignoring or retaliation, but ganging up on them until they back down and slink away. I sprinted back to the hotel and mentally patted myself on the back, not for just sprinting that far, but for checking in with Elliot. They'd alerted the hotel staff to Martin's presence, and then Elliot went to help a very sleepy scout pack up her stuff. By the time I ran in there saying that we have to go, they were ready. Gina apparently had woken up and packed up in less than five minutes. Does she actually sleep? or rest with one eye open. Anyway, right now we're resting a little bit far away, but tomorrow we run. Wow, we just passed a sign saying, welcome to Pennsylvania. It's hard to tell with the weather, if it's fall or winter, and there's all the ash, but it feels like it took us a whole season to leave New York. Hi, Dave! Uh, your call sign is PKD61, I think. Uh, calling PKD61, come in! Could we get any update on the bands of men? Haven't seen any signs of them for a couple of days now, and I'm starting to realize that's worse than hearing them. Anything you got for us? Joe out. Hi, Dave! I think I'm having some problems with my, my radio, but uh, I I do have a personal update. If you can hear me, I just had one of those men that, you know, one of the ones of the bands of men you told me about tried to kill me about a week ago, but you might tell he was unsuccessful, which is really cool. I'm usually rooting for people being successful, but not this time. Really big fan of not dying. Also big fan of continuing to live, so if you could give me a call back at this frequency, at any time, with any information, still haven't seen any signs of the men for over a week now. Dave! Dave! A tree just confirmed with me that it has feelings! Your PhD is valid! You're valid! But you're gonna have to radio me to find out what he said! Nothing! Hey, if you've got any poems right now... Stop poking me, Elliot! Okay, okay, okay. I'll stop trying to radio her. I'm sorry. Dave! Please give me something! Anything! We haven't seen any sign of them for a while, and it's making me... Is that... Lights? City lights. In the distance. Holy shit. Currently on patrol, Ji-hoon refuses to let us go into the Electric City because she thinks it's a trap. I feel like a self-aware moth that knows it's a porch light and wants to fly in anyway. <laughs> okay, what is wrong with this thing? <gasps> Wait. Oh, Ooh, 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 oh! Okay, okay, okay. Maybe there's something in the city that can help boost the signal so we can reach Dave. <laughs> Got it? Okay, okay. Jan was probably right, and this city's probably a trap of some sort, but... Ah, it's so nice just having streetlights! We ended up staying just a little past us, unlike we planned. And it's so nice not using flashlights. It... Using them all the time starts to feel a little bit... Mm, found footage after a certain point. The compromise... For Jihan letting us go into the city. Was we were only. Only doing it to find something to boost the signal. And we'd have to stick to the very edges of the town. In case we had to run. But even out here. We can see. There's no people. Electricity. But no people. It's dead quiet. Hopefully not emphasis on the dead. We tried not to focus on it. But it's also hard not to when start feeling a little bit let down when we can't see anything or anywhere that might have a repeater for the radio but then temptation struck while we were looking for that we kept finding other useful places with electricity like a barber shop that Ellie just real quick hopped into to resave their side shave not sure if it was for aesthetics or just so they could rub their head fuzz for the next 30 minutes Scout stopped and stared at a TV in a storefront window for a really long time. It was just some hunting show with no subtitles, but she was enthralled. G, on the other hand, still all work, no play, keeps us from falling into a trap. Till Scout spotted a movie theater and mentioned that movie theater popcorn still tastes good even when it's stale, which got no response from G, but... She also wondered if they had any horror movies playing, which got G's attention for sure. And it was, oh, it was such a cute movie theater. Like one of those that had just two hit shows, but also like shows those weird old movies at midnight. There was one of those in the college town that one of my friends went to. And she kept showing me that the theater owner would write reviews of the movies that he was showing. Like, Honest reviews would give them less than five stars sometimes. So strange. But no owner. Still a few dim light bulbs and a marquee showing some of the, I guess, last ever summer blockbusters. Like the latest thriller action movie from, you know, uh, Tom Cruise out and, and Fast and the Furious 17. Oh, and there was popcorn microwave popcorn but still we found and experienced our first microwave in however many months and and then moments later almost our first microwave fire in however many months because the uh plastic on the outside we forgot to take it off and it almost caught fire but almost almost just smoked a little bit and i got to experience a movie with scout jihun and elliot Well, mostly Scout and Elliot, we opted for car chase escapism, so G offered to stand guard as we watched. Elliot started knitting for a bit, but then got drawn into the plot and was occasionally whispering to me that they shipped everything from the male leads to the two main cars. Scout laughed loudly and proudly and yelled at characters for being dumb. June stood at the door, arms crossed, glancing out the window, but also still glancing into the theater and then back out the window. I still asked her what she thought, and she said, Enjoyable, even if it takes much longer than a minute to suffocate a man. Ooh, jeez. Okay, so that was really dumb and really silly to indulge in, but she didn't even let us finish the movie. We only got to watch about 30 minutes of it, but... Oh my god. <sighs> oh my god, it's... It's a radio station. Please don't be a trap. Please don't be a trap. Please don't be a trap. Oh, G and Scout and Elliot are guarding outside, and G cleared every damn room. Please, 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 I just, just want to get you working. Oh, 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 I love you, Little Ham Radio, but it's just not the same. Hello to all my weirdos. This is Joe Prendergast. Oh. Oh my God. Okay, I couldn't. I I can't maintain the NPR voice. Oh, I'm too dang excited. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, this place is really cute. It's. It's a lot more like my college radio station. Kind of cozy. Oh, God, what a weird time that was. Literally. (laughs) I was a freshman, so they'd only give me the crap 11 to 4 a.m. radio spot. So I didn't think anyone was listening. So I just say whatever the fuck I wanted and play some music. But, uh, but... Somehow, there were old ladies calling my manager to complain about my language. Bitch! You were up late with your Cinemax, and you were offended by the (laughs) F-word? Come on! (laughs) Uh, So I did what I had to to keep my show, but... You see, can't swear on the radio, even college radio, but you can get away with a lot of other things at the radio witching hours. Well... First, I just played increasingly weirder and weirder music, and no one complained then. Bjork, Ludo, Gregorian chants that my classical music major roommate happened to have. Convenient. (laughs) I even got away with playing Stairway to Heaven backwards on repeat for three hours. No complaints. Oh, my sweet Satan. (laughs) So when they offered me a better slot the next year... I turned them down. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God, I'm ranting. i want to be like, who cares if I do? No one's alive to listen. But I basically thought that with my show. And people started asking me to be on it. I thought they wanted to play their weird music, but some just ended up talking and talking about whatever. And we never even got to playing their music. Talking about their weird interests. (laughs) Oh, oh God, I basically had an interview podcast before it was. Well, I was going to say before it was cool. How about, okay? before every white guy had one that he told you about at a party. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy to be here. But yeah, I, uh, I I got my friend who uh, snuck in her pet ferret to tell me extensive tips about pet ferrets. Those things are illegal in New York City, but no one complained. I got a friend who sold her underwear to men on Craigslist to tell me stories. No complaints about us being lewd. They could talk about whatever as long as they follow the one rule. No swearing. <laughs> Fuck! How did you get in here?!
1: Thank you for listening to the After Disaster Broadcast. This was written and produced by J.J. Ranvier. The voice of Joe Prendergast is J.J. Ranvier. The outro person is me, Caitlin Robb. Our audio editor is Rory Strawn-Mock. Enjoyed the podcast? So did we. Subscribe to keep listening to us and leave us a nice review on iTunes. It really helps. In return, email us at theafterdisasterbroadcast at gmail.com that you did, and we will send you one of our rad stickers as a thank you. It's totally a bribe. Please let us bribe you. As extra encouragement, we've started reading out some of our favorite reviews. Here's a five-star review from Bumble C. This show is one of the freshest, realist, most needed pieces of post-apocalyptic fiction out there. Not only is the narrator thoroughly enjoyable to listen to, but the show itself offers a wildly and refreshingly different perspective on what is essential for surviving a disaster. To support Joe and her journey to Chicago, please check us out at patreon.com slash theafterdisasterbroadcast where you can get bonus content for supporting us with your money. For more on the broadcast and surviving the apocalypse, check us out on Twitter at AfterDisasterBC or on any media that makes you feel social in this wasteland. And now, we leave you with this. Survival tip. Remember, the three W's of survival. Water, wood, and... Whoa! What? Where did that come
0: from? Shit! Shit!
1: This podcast has been produced in association with the Nerdalogs. To find out more about the Nerdalogs and their shows, visit www.nerdalogs.com or Facebook.com
0: nerdalogs. Thanks for listening.